Welcome back to another Fairdinkum episode. Boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you. Today we went down the rabbit hole of all rabbit holes. We spoke about Cat Williams. We spoke about Pleasure Island from Pinocchio, the Epstein list. We even went into the uh, the current uh, court case that's going on over the Israel and Palestine conflict. May Allah SWT grant Palestine victory, say Ami. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And we'll see you guys soon. Welcome back to the Fedinger Podcast. Before we start today's episode, we had something special for you guys. We wanted to try and taste test a new business called Candy Chlow. They thankfully sent us an entire care package, a gift box of their new 100% lollies. They're a small business based out of Sydney and they reached out to us. They said we want to um, spread the word, spread barakah and blessings and good lollies. So they gave us a care package. We've already ate half, as you guys can see, <laughs> but we'll do a maybe third taste test in front of the camera. Quickly, let's go, lads. We might make this a bit of a ritual for lads chats. What do you reckon? Yeah. Every, that'll, be you, that'll be really good. Oh, God, that almost went. Listen, you got a business, you want us to try some food, or you want us to, you know, maybe Ashraf can get a pre-workout or something. Maybe <laughs> wants to. I wouldn't mind some, yeah. Incoming yeah. mukbang, yeah. Send us an email at fairyincomepodcast at gmail.com. Or even message us on Instagram. I can make it easy. But these guys, honestly, do really good work. This is actually pa- Pass that paper. Yep. There you go, sir. They, as well, if you guys want, they have gift boxes, stuff like that. So if you guys are having a party, if you want to have an event, and you want to just get some 100% halal lollies, you know, support your local business instead of going buying naturals, Allens from supermarkets and stuff like that. They're doing really well. They know how hard it is to find halal sweets. They're making it easy. They are giving an FD10... Um, Discount. Discount code. Use it at the counter. Tell them you found it from Fed Income. And then, inshallah, more businesses will reach out to us. And this is for you guys. So, I hope you guys enjoy Candy Chalo when you go order for them. Free Palestine. So, what you guys think? Good? Amazing. All those are pretty good? Mm-hmm. Best you've had? Or? Susan, he's not going to pass it over. <laughs> Young in the touch. <laughs> to me, what are the best lighters I've had? I was saying earlier, remember the way we were talking about, we always have questions about, you know, the brands we need to boycott and all that kind of stuff. Listen, there's no questions. This is a local business. 100% halal made for you. Support your community, guys. I'll be honest though. My favourite lollies when I go to the shops are the rainbow snakes from Naturals. You know, mm-hmm. like snakes when you used to have kids and I have different flavours, all that thing. I think they need to, if they add that to the box, for me it would be... Why rainbow? I don't know, I just like different flavours in one uh, <laughs> bite, you know? <laughs> but this, wallahi, being it's honest, like maybe it's because it's homemade, there's less preservatives and stuff like that compared to when you go buy that um, from the mainstream businesses. It's probably, it's probably made in a more ethical way and stuff like that. So it is the best lollies I've had. But add a little rainbow snakes and to me it's even better. Yeah. Inshallah. How about you guys? Last, quickly. We're going to start the app, man. We're going to start the app. Don't change anything. I like it. <laughs> I love these uh, these watermelon ones. Well, he likes now, the little raspberries. Bubble Mish. There's not enough. You got to send us more. Done. Don't forget that. Candy show. This for you. I right, hope you guys enjoy the episode. And uh, let's begin. begin. Inshallah. All right. Also, what do you guys think of the Cat Williams podcast? Oof. All right. Look, I don't know about you guys, but it was very. Like if you're a comedian, you're watching that. I think it's more so based on the, the whole comedian sphere. But I think the thing that got everybody like intrigued by what was going on was all the little tidbits of conspiracies that he had popped in there. Mm-hmm. So like you had the Weinstein stuff, 
Yeah, who are you texting, bro? I'm checking the views on it. <laughs> 47 million views in 10 days. Yeah, exactly, Mental. bro. Think about it, yeah? A lot of the reason uh, that people wanted to watch it was because of the clips that they saw on TikTok or they saw on social media. And a lot of people were saying that this is just a Cat Williams special. It's a, it's a two-hour special of him basically just doing a, a comedy bit, yeah? True. But all good jokes contain true shit, yeah? So... True. There was like little bits of pieces. Just calling out so many people, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, I think you have to be following him from the start to understand some of it. Yeah. Like for example, someone like me, I watched Wild and Out. You know, I've seen some of his comedy specials and some of his shows, but I wasn't like a hardcore, avid, every comedy special. Understanding, you know, like when you own the current day event, like obviously it was 2000s, but you kind of know the backlash that's going on, the movie that he was supposed to do and he didn't end up doing, and the split between like friends or business partners. I wasn't in the loop with a lot of that stuff. And then I'm hearing him call out this guy and that guy, Ludacris, Kevin Hart, you know? And I'm like, whoa, man. I was saying like, imagine your video made that much of an impact that you got Ludacris back in the studio. <laughs> like Ludacris hasn't been in the studio for <laughs> how long? And then when he made, you saw that freestyle? Nah, did he actually come back after he the podcast? He goes, yeah, he, he goes, uh, like, I think it was a day after the podcast, he went back oh in the dang. studio, he's like, how can I be Illuminati, da 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 he's like, oh, shut yeah. up, man, hiss, bro, Allah. Too yeah, late, yeah? Still, yeah, way too late. to be in the background of the Fast and Furious <laughs> episodes, bro. Yeah. But, um, Even Kevin Hart, I've seen, because I didn't know how much beef they had, they did not like each other, Kevin Hart and Cat Williams. How, ba- how bad is it? Because I didn't see that. Like. I just saw him get interviewed, like, oh, Kevin Hart got asked, like, have you seen the podcast? Um, with Cat Williams And you could just see on his face Is like yeah, yeah. You know He made a tweet about it Kevin Hart? Yeah he came out with a tweet about it Did basically, he say? basically doing like damage control Like defending himself You know But I got a question Did he come across as bitter though? Cat Williams? Yeah He did A bit But the thing was Like to guys like Kevin Hart and whatnot. Look, the thing is you don't know as well Because like for example A lot of people look at Cat Williams Like he's the GOAT You know yeah, for true. someone like me Who's the but to you, did he come across as better? I feel like the entire podcast was just talking about other people. Mm. You know what I mean? And then he was trying to put other people down and put him up. Like, I wouldn't do that, and they would. You know, and that's where a lot of his... But maybe people respect him for that in the industry. He was clear in the air, that's what he said. Because yeah. a lot of lies were being told. So he wanted to come on there <laughs> and basically undo the lies. So, but this is the thing about him, yeah? Like, you hear a lot about what he does for the people. So, for example, when he said at the end of the podcast... Like, I'll go to a show from a comedian that nobody knows and I know he's not making any money. And then he'll basically, he'll send a woman with money to go give it to that person. But he does it anonymously or whatever it is. And he doesn't say that outright. He says, if a woman walks up to a comedian and then randomly gives them a bag of money or whatever it is, then after a show, he's like, then that's that's good for people, you know? He, every time he gets paid 100k to go to a town, maybe he'll throw 10k back into that community. So... There's elements. Does he have? Did, did anyone fact check whether or not he actually orphaned seven children? No. Do you want to check that? No. Nah, they said he. Uh, he looks like the type to yeah. have seven kids, though. <laughs> he like, adopted seven he kids. Adopted, adopted. Adopted. Oh, that's what adopted. they said. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have a wife wow. or anything like that. He's never been married, actually. Adopted seven kids because yeah. he goes like financially, I can take care of them, and I don't know. Um, Someone threw a theory out there that he threw in, you know, all of those lies. So, like, you know how. He would say some true stuff I heard and then he'd throw yeah. a lie in, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. And it was just to test. Like, say, if somebody, for example, calls him out on those lies, he goes, okay, but do you see what I mean when I say if you come on a podcast and you say something and then nobody questions you about it, you be- everyone automatically believes it. And he basically, like, links that back to all the comedians that weren't on there and were telling lies 
and he's basically proving his point. Uh, yeah. When you tell so many truths, the, the lies start to become. You don't realize it. Yeah, you don't realize it properly. Yeah. Together, like the little things, like you mentioned on the other episode the other day, the the forty meter dash. You know what I mean? That little things, like, I've like little it. things like that. That him reading three thousand books in like once one year or something yeah. along those lines. It's like those things you overpass it. Because or reading at three, like uh, or getting accepted into college or yeah. offered a college scholarship at seven or something. And when you listen to it, it doesn't like phase you. It's like okay, cool. It's not that big of a deal to the point but where I like see him as if you create one lie, you're most likely going to create other lies. So then how much of the whole thing do I take serious? So the lie that the, he tells or whatever the little things, yeah, has to be to somewhat degree like believable. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So like him reading 3000 books in one year, you know what I mean? Somewhat is believable. Do you get what I mean? Like if you're in school or something like that, you read a book, maybe even two books every single night. Do you get You've what I mean? You've heard also like people, there's like audio books and then they do it like three X speed and it's like, oh, I finished the book. Yeah, in like half a day, you know that kind of thing. Remember, I think it was like Jay Shady or something. So yeah. He reads like three books a week or five books a week. Yeah, because well. you can use audio. Now nah, that was Naval. Naval used to do that. He's <laughs> nah, Jay Shady did one book a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because the audio book, if you finish it, yeah, told me read the blurb or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's Naval. Naval also has one where yeah. Naval read like X amount of thousands of books. Yeah. yeah. And then after he said this on a Joe Rogan episode, and he goes, oh, no way. And then later on when they fact check that, he goes, I only read the book to a certain page. And once I find it this interesting, then it's I count that still as a book. You yeah, know see, what I mean? So mm. people just, they, they run with it. Yeah. They so maybe like have half a thing to stand on, and they stand on it. So I had to fact check. Cause fact check, which was the doing. orphan thing? Yeah, I don't know what this guy behind the camera is doing. But they said during the union, Kat and his wife, Quadira, had one son and seven other children. Um, and then Kat adopted to shield them from the foster care system. So it's his kids or either his um, ex, ex's partner's kids, something like that. So he did, they said they did adopt. That's just from straight I Google. You, I thought you went to every continent and picked one up. Yeah, same. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Experimenting. <laughs> so he, he has that mindset, like some lies, some truths, and then you can kind of find it in between. Well, he's an articulate speaker. He's very well-spoken. That's one thing about him, you know? That's what's convincing. Yeah, like yeah. I- even in like, like one of the ways, like I remember there was a certain part where he said something, yeah? And then the whole episode pretty much, or the whole like uh, listening thing, whatever, it was just Shannon Sharp ad libs background noise for <laughs> bloody Cat Williams. You know what I mean? Cat Williams would say something and he would just give the biggest. Oh, mm, well, you're like all of those type of stuff, you know, randomly. And then there was this one part in the episode where he got fact checked about the years of something. Uh, you guys might have remembered yeah. that. Or when he folded his arms. Yeah, something, something like, like that. And he uh, fact checked. Like it's like an Illuminati thing. No, no, not I that. Bit, not that the, like the Steve the Harvey, the show he made. Like someone said, like he didn't make a show until this, and then oh, they yeah, and then it was someone, like someone in the the years. Yeah, yeah someone called it out, and the he back. called it out in the background. Yeah. And if you listen to that bit and you see the way that like he continued on speaking, you know, like even the way that he like he had like a PR team almost on the spot. The way that he thought on the spot in order to like get him else himself out of that, you know what I mean? Because if you're gonna say something as big as that, then I don't know, like the years are gonna add up to some degree, you yeah, know. People actually made a video about the receipts that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. And they were is that what Ahmed said in the group chat? He was spitting mm. facts. That receipts to yeah, yeah, he yeah, said yeah. So. 1998, he yeah. did, he did say a joke, and then that Cedric the entertainer two years, three years later used the same joke at a, at another thing. Mm. So it was actually proven mm. that what he was saying was true, but that's. I guess a part of the illusion is like he's trying to cover in or he's trying to amalgamate lies and the truth. With a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, mm. so, so people can get confused and then he can, you know, but basically, bro, this is the funny thing, yeah? It's like kids, bro. Sorry, can I say no, a no, funny no, no, thing? Go ahead, go ahead. It's what? like kids, bro. You know, like kids when, like, like, 
No, I won't mention that story. But it's like, you know when kids, when they tell you something, oh, you know no, what I mean? No, no, and no. you believe them to some sort of degree because they're saying that sentence they said, they've actually said a truth in it, you know? But the whole sentence in, in terms of like, let's just say, hey, I went to the park today, you know what I mean? But then after the park he went today, yeah, was on his game online or something along those lines. But he actually went to the park. It's like, it's believable, you know? But when they say that so much, it's like, unless you're paying attention to the reality of what they're actually saying, then you won't pick up on those nuances. Mm. But I think Shannon Sharp said like, he wasn't the most well-versed on all this stuff. Like, he did his research and stuff, but there's certain things he says with most of his guests, he kind of just, he can't can deny it because he doesn't know. Can someone explain how Shannon Sharp even landed that gig? He said he's been doing it for like a year. I watched another podcast where he spoke about it. And he said he's been, he's trying been to do doing it. what for a year? He's been trying to get Cat Williams for like a year. To speak he out about. from 2022, the entire year of 2020, and the entire year of 2023, mm -hmm. to get him. Yeah. And then it just made it happen. Work, bro. Yeah. 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 It did work. It worth it, yeah. Wow, 47 that? million views, 10 what days. 38 in 5 And everyone's talking about it You yeah, know what but One thing that was funny Is the fact that Nobody can actually Turn around and say You know what Kate Williams isn't that funny yeah, he's I have not heard yeah, anybody Go after true. him for saying You know what Maybe you're, you're Overrated comedian Maybe yeah. you're talentless That's why you're you're bitter And you're doing all these things Because you're ira Because you're, you're You're not good at your, your thing Yeah He's not only is he rich you want, Did anyone actually go after And watch the video of him Caning that lady on the radio station. I seen that. Bro, yeah. that yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She 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 brought him on. She pretended like she was gonna be nice to him. Is on this the Breakfast Club one? No, no, it's a different one. Some okay. so older lady. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's an older African American woman. She was like on the on a, on a radio show. Apparently, she's not even the the star of the show. She's like the third chair. Yeah. And then she uh, she goes, "Oh, you thank you for coming to Atlanta. You put us on this this that." Apparently, she was being nice to him at the beginning, and then when the thing came on, she tried to go after him. Yeah, your like perm and your this and that, your talent and yeah. And then he just went in on her. It's like only one of us is wearing twelve dollars worth of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and then there was another one, but that line was hilarious. The one where he goes, he goes, you could go there with a packet of cigarettes, basically, and you and he'll give you all of the jewelry that that woman's wearing. <laughs> oh shit! But he's too good, bro. Yeah. The guy's bro. Come on, man. Well, like, yeah, he's sharp. He's sharp with it, you know. Sometimes, bro. You know, like I think, and this is something that um everybody can see it's like you know when somebody's really good at their craft it automatically kind of like gives them a leeway to say some wild shit and nobody tests them on what they say mm -hmm. i don't know if that's his if that's his um style I, no no that was his uh his, his intention by doing all this oh. stuff mm -hmm. because like for example yeah like at a sign you're doing some wild stuff yeah like for example nail polish and then the the, the, the beads. No. I'm always going to come back to you for some reason. But yeah. because he's so good at his thing, I was like, I'm not going to ask any questions. Obviously, yeah. Sean Strickland didn't. Went after him. Yeah. But um, mm. it's like, everybody else is like... Okay, Adesanya is not a fair example. Let's just say, let's, let's reverse the roles. Let's just say if Kevin Hart done the same thing. Like what? Uh, let's just say he called out everyone in the industry. He went on a rant. He said all these half lies and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Would he have got that same... But that's not his style. That's the difference. Mm. Cat Williams' style was to expose, mm -hmm. and he does that in a lot of his things. You know, like we were wait, has he exposed about in the past before? Like he, or was like this his, his was comedy skit is like calling yeah. out people and then talking about issues going on, this like and that. Iraq but I thought a lot of this yeah. stuff was him holding it like he that was swept under the rug. I think, and then he's been wanting to come out about a lot of this stuff. Now it's more about specific people in the industry. Like he goes, oh, me, yeah, yeah. us two in the Freemasons, and I had to pick one, or I wouldn't dress up as a girl, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't do this and that. So he was more talking about personal experiences. But a lot of his, he said, nineteen comedy specials that were hour long each. 
So yeah. all, a lot of those are calling out people, situations, the president, and yeah. life for Iraq war. The one about Michael Jackson, that's hilarious. Yeah. He goes, he goes, in my room, my house, he goes, if I want to attract women, he goes, I get things that women like. I don't necessarily like them, like silk pillowcases and stuff. Yeah. He goes, why you got a first one in your house? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you trying to that's attract, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, put two and two together, bro. That's, yeah. that's class. Yeah. Like, and some guy was like, some guy did a TikTok about it. He goes, he goes, look how this guy came on and did one episode, one thing, and he was, he like, look how every single comedian came from underneath the rocks and started responding, and like within a day, Facts. within two days, Facts. he's like, look at the effect that Cat Williams had on the industry. And beyond that as well, he goes like, bro, he got ludicrous in the studio. He's like, what the hell? He goes, some guy goes in GTA Four, Cat Williams was in the game, doing a stand up. In front of nobody in the room. So he's basically, obviously, yeah. like, you have to do the voiceovers. So he was, he did a whole stand-up bit in GTA 4 with nobody oh. in the room. And apparently he killed it. Everyone was like, it was actually <laughs> one of the no funniest way. things. Yeah. So they're like, you want to talk about elite, how good you can be as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you look at Cat Williams, you look at Dave Chappelle, you look at that guy, Bernie Mac. He actually made me go in and watch Bernie Mac now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I never knew about Bernie Mac, but that guy's hilarious, bro. Yeah, I think uh, only from some movies, only from some African American movies. Yeah, I but think as they talk about Cat Williams being like the pioneer, sometimes he might not be the most well known. Like maybe Kevin Hart is more well known than him, but Cat Williams, like they said, like he changed the game, like Influence. making an hour long special each six months to a year, like making that a norm. Where before that, before like social media and the internet and stuff, people would have the same special and use it for year and year and year and just move to different states. And the only way to you know like listen to that special is to be there, maybe buy it on DVD. Where he created the trend where it's like you have to be creative to last in the game. And all these other comedians that were stealing people's work or just weren't creative, you know, dropped off. Mm -hmm. you guys so a lot of people respect him. But for Cat that. Williams was known though. No, but it, like but Kevin Hart is more well known. Yeah, but the, it's a different audience then, you know? Like in the comedy world, obviously Cat Williams is known as like the guy. But then when you take it outside, then it starts to become like. Do people yeah. actually know this person? You know what I mean? I just don't know how many, like he's, he's known and he's on a, a celebrity and stuff, yeah. but he's not like the most popular celebrities and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Kev where Kevin Hart becomes the biggest celebrity, yeah. you know? But, but as a comedian in the, in the comedy world, Cat Williams will be your OG pretty much, yeah. your guy. Yeah, but like even if, for example, now you look at Dave Chappelle in comparison to Kevin Hart, he's not as big of a global superstar as Kevin Hart is, but we can all agree that Kevin Hart is not even close to being funny. Yeah, Kevin Hart is more of a movie star now, pop, pop. Yeah. and even his movies like yeah. they're all like five out of tens. Yeah, but like, like if you make enough of them, he doesn't care, bro. I know, but like, <laughs> what movie was actually like? I maybe have to go through his list, but I like I'm like damn, I can't wait to rewatch that or something. When's the last movie that you have watched The Rock uh, being be good? No, yeah, no, 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 same thing, same uh, thing. Yeah. Was, oh, was any of the Jumanji's good? Not really. The Rock, bro. These guys, yeah, they understand that there's like a glitch in the system. All I gotta do is be in enough movies to make enough oh, money. You're right. Wallahi, you're yeah. right. And you know that Cat Williams special made me realize that. It's like, because someone, someone says, oh, like, oh my God, you're so funny. You like Kevin Hart or something along those lines. Like, it's almost, almost become synonymous. You know what I mean? Stop being a joke star, something mm. along those lines. Yeah? yeah. But then when you think about it for a second, it's like, okay, cool. I never, like, like I wasn't rolling on the floor laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't dying. I'm not going to go quote Kevin Hart again to the yeah. other person and be like, hey, yo, that was that funny joke. I think that's the joke. difference where, for example, we don't know actually how creative Kevin Hart is and The Rock or Mark Wahlberg. It's like when you listen, I listened to a recent podcast by BJ Novak. Yeah. Ryan from The Office, the office. Who, who wrote the lines and stuff. He goes, we used to write the lines for The Office and Michael Scott, um, what was his actual name? 
Steve Carell used to say, no, 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 that isn't a, what's it called? Uh, that's not that's not how you should do the joke and he would change it he used to shift the narrative for the episode mm -hmm. He'd be like this is more funny no 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 that's not how you should say that and he used to have that creative side of it i think and jim was the same maybe i know jim like, is a di director there was now. a few of them actually doing stuff like that. yeah but see like they have that creative side yeah. if kevin hart what had that skill set he could make his his movies are all fives a, bro no 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 that's what i'm talking no, about no, 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 but yeah, I kevin think hart? He has, yeah, yeah. Now. Oh, actually there's one good movie which, which one? one a decent one Tell me. Like, 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 as in, like, it's not a five. Don't say right along, please. No, nah, it's not. I'm trying five to remember. Five? I watched it, and maybe it was either because I was brain dead, because I remember watching this on the, part, on the bus. Because it is a type of, like, not, his movies are, like, okay. you don't have to concentrate too much. You just watch it, like, it's just casual yeah. viewing. But I don't think it, maybe it was, it was funny because of him. It was maybe funny because of uh, the other girl that was in it. What's the movie where that school? It's a recent movie. Oh, I know you're talking about Central Intelligence. No, not, not nah, Central nah. Intelligence. When he goes to, it's like an after school thingy. When yeah, after Tiffany Haddish, I think he's, he's on it. Oh, she's not funny. Night bro. School, yeah, yeah that yeah, one. No, night, night School, school. Night that was one. Yeah, Do you like that? One. Yeah, I reckon that's a decent one. Yeah, you were like, 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 I think like you're tired, you bro. Yeah, yeah, You know what? You know I was watching it. It's rated 27 on Rotten Tomatoes. Just seeing her. Out of. 27%, like 2.7. Okay, then I was brain <laughs> and dead. And 5.6 on IMDb. You know where I was watching it? I was watching it from Madrid to Granada the day that I was oh, going okay. on the bus and Flex. I was just, yeah. Sorry, I had to. No, but like, look, you know what I mean? Where if you have this creative, so maybe if you're a comedian, like that's your nature, you look at something and be like, that's not that funny. Like the office came from Ricky Gervais, who was a comedian. He made the whole show, the first two seasons. American got inspired and, and prolonged it. Doesn't it say more about us though? A little bit. What, Australia? No, no, no. Just like as, as like in consumers, general. you know, like we would consume that, not blink an eye and just run with it and it just becomes the norm after a while. This is going to be sound, this is going to sound so bad, yeah? yeah. But I knew we were all dumb creatures when they started to tell me that that new, what's the new Willy Wonka's name? What's uh, it? Timothy Chalamet. Bro, how is he hot? <laughs> what, what kind of world do we live what in? It's the what French kind accent, of world bro. do we live in where they <laughs> oh. tell me that this guy is good looking, bro? I'm sorry, like, <laughs> am I, I tripping out? I didn't know that's your metric bro, for, uh, bro, we're, no, we're, no, going, no, no, we're no, going no, down no. there. Uh, am I tripping out? Am I tripping no, out? No, it's, it's, it's actually like Pete Davidson, isn't that? Yeah, exactly, him too, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's nah, worse, that's, that's worse, that's worse. Nah. And look, but both the Kardashians jumped on him. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're not, true. they're not, sorry, sorry. Let me just <laughs> clarify. They're not a metric for anything. The Kardashians I'll are- I'll break it down for you, I'll break it down for you. Don't even get me started below here, but- it does not make sense to me that no, we're, we're okay. throwing it around. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, now we're Yeah, the guy from Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I tell you, there's a new metric they talk about <laughs> when they're talking about attractiveness in males and stuff. They say there's. Bro, can we like preface this with like a massive pause or something? Why? <laughs> like, go, 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 go. Okay, these are the mainstream media <laughs> used. This is, what, this is what I've heard. I'm just a messenger. So when you're talking <laughs> about Timothy Charlemagne, Pete Davidson stuff, they call it. There's one person who's ugly hot. And it's hot, ugly. Have you ever heard of those? Oh, medium, ugly, like... Uh, no, 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 no. Those as two in, terms. As in, for example, <laughs> Zac Efron is hot, ugly. He's got all the right features and stuff like that to make him hot, but you put it together and they say he's ugly. Okay. And then people like Pete Davidson, individually his features are like ugly, but they call it ugly hot. So it's these people that come together and they'll say like Pete Davidson's ugly hot, which is why Megan Fox goes for that whatever guy. M MGK. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Pete Davidson gets Kim K after yeah. Kanye. It's like, that's ugly hot. And they'll say, boom. And yeah. Timothy Chalamet might be in that. And then there's the hot ugly, which is, you know. Do you know? agree with these people? Like, like, do you think like, um, 
You have to name a person <laughs> I just, and I'll I just don't get it, bro. Well, I'm sorry, I was just going to make wild. a fleeting comment, yeah? <laughs> but this reminds me of the Office episode, you know, when they were looking at, what's her name? The one from Million Dollar Baby? Yeah, and, and they were like, is she hot? Is she not? Is she beautiful? Is she like, um, yeah, hot? Yeah, but, not, yeah. but I'm sorry, I, I had to say it because, bro, I was looking at it and I, I, I found out that, bro, like, even, even, bro, Travis Scott's not even good looking. Yo, chill, bro. Bro, let me just put that out there, bro. I was going to go, because... Bro, I'm just looking at it and then everybody kind of like, they've, they've okay. lifted hey, the status your, of these Kardashians for some reason. What's your ideal looking man? What, like, like, hey, you saw the Edge of Schultz video, yeah, that I sent you or nah? <laughs> nah, which one, which one? Nah, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I, 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 don't know the I don't know who the guest was, but it was this African-American guy, like, I don't know who the guy was, but like, he, Andrew Schultz and his boys were like, basically cornering him. Like saying like why can't you just say if like a guy's hot like you know give him credit like <laughs> just say he's a good looking bloke yeah, yeah, and yeah. this guy's acting like the toughest bloke like no no that's gay this and that and then they're like trying to go like beat around the bush and say like oh what if this like they give scenarios <laughs> and even if he hints like yeah he's not bad and it's like hey yo and they're like no, attack him straight away <laughs> so it's yeah. that type of thing it's, it's like, like you can't eat a, you can't eat a hot dog in New York but oh, it's, yeah, it's just like commit yeah. we wanna you know assess this uh, popularity. Who they're calling hot and stuff because you look at someone like how's this guy like um there was one video so so one magazine you guys have to see um a hundred most beautiful women in the world whatever number like 93 was a transgender male that transitioned and became 93 and they showed up like they showed who that 93rd person beat like i can who, see that happening yeah. like who's 94 95 96 and then it's just the stupidest thing ever you guys have to see it All i'll right. show you after did you would you like do you agree do you agree that like you would put it like ninety third? Oh nah. What are you talking about, bro? Out, what bro? are you talking about? Listen. No, no, no. Like, like, do you think it, that person shouldn't have been on like the list at all? Bro, it's not a woman. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even though, why are on the list? Like, you look at them and be like, where, where do you think they should it's be? Like, do you think they should be on the list at all? <laughs> nah, they shouldn't. They should have their own list. But I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen now. Um, they're saying guys, how you get girl, how you um annoy girls, mm -hmm. you know, because. <laughs> That's your, every, every girl says Lizzo is beautiful. <laughs> so you tell the girl, honestly, you're really beautiful. You look, you remind me so much of Lizzo. Yeah. And see how they react. <laughs> oh, bro, Bill Burr did a special on this stuff. It bro. was so funny. All these comedians are calling it out, man. Bro, Bill Burr said, he goes, um, I think he goes, you know the way there was like, you know, there's billboards and stuff like that. And then usually it has like a, a skinny model or someone who worked hard to get a good figure in order for them to get the job to be the model there, yeah? And he's like, then hey, you'll have all these average girls that didn't work hard for it. They think that, you know what? <laughs> look at me, look yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, like, what, like why, why are we not getting represented? And you shouldn't be putting only skinny people. It's like an ideal, nobody can get to that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, the whole point is to work towards it. When we see a guy for six pack, we're like, we're going to work towards that. And if we can't get there, we don't hate on the guy. We say, good on you, bro. you got a good physique. You're, 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 you're doing something well. Anyways, they go, okay, now, now they switch the narrative and now we've got like chubby models and whatever, yeah? No problem. It's calm, no worries. But we understood that and he's like, he's like, he's like, we understood now why the women were fighting so hard to have chubby models up there. It's because now they can look and go, ha, I'm not, at least I don't look like her. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. It's Way not, uh, I'm supporting her and you know, her, her physical features and whatever. It's because I felt so shitty about myself seeing somebody up there with an ideal body or something that I want and I can't receive that I have to, <laughs> he goes, that I have to put somebody up there that I'm happy not to be like, you know what I mean? Wow, that's, that's why they're toxic, pushing that concept. And I'm like, it's like looking yeah. down at people. Like that's the best way to make yourself feel better. But bro, that made me laugh so much because I'm like, wait a second, bro. 
Wait a second. Did you just unlock something, bro? Because like, I, I myself, I never understood why. I was like, you know what, Khalas, whatever happens, happens, you know. Mm-hmm. If women want that, let them have it, bro. Who cares? Yeah? If there's a chubby model, there's a skinny model, whatever, I don't, I don't really care. But the funny thing is that you're like, hang on a second, why were they fighting so hard for that? Do you know what I mean? Psychology behind that. Now and women, that. all they like to do is shit on each other. Let's be honest. Like, Wallah. Like, yeah. like, no, no, be honest with me. Like, if you ever We're like comedians now. We're allowed to say whatever we want in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like comedians have that, right? That's us in this episode. Bro, Wallah, they like to just, they, like, and, and this will probably be like a, a different question, like, and, and we'll probably bring it up later. But, and it's about friends, yeah? But, like, women aren't good friends. They're not good friends to each other, no, bro. I th- the only thing, I think we think differently of what a good friend is. That's really what it is. Like, they, I think they say about um, how the length of a friendship. They say, guys, you're like, we, we have, we're friends for life, but we don't know, like, these random facts about each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, girls know every single little detail about each other, but then every two, three, four, five years, they switch friendships. And like, they say guys aren't good friends. Like, how are we not good friends if we, our friendship lasts a lifetime? Brilliant. Or your friendship lasts a couple of years? Imagine but it's the mindset of it. Like, Allah alam what girls think. Imagine you, know? you gave somebody ammunition after five years of revealing your secrets to one another. Mm. And then you switched up on the person. That's why they talk so much shit about yeah. each other, bro. <laughs> That's mm. what makes me laugh. Bro, honestly, I don't know if you've ever like, been in around circles where there's a lot of females. Bro, no, I've, never, that. I'm bro, just, I'm a, I've I'm never heard a conversation <laughs> that didn't involve a woman. And I, like another person behind their mm. back. Never Like It's cooked but anyway, Maybe it's just your environment The Lebanese and stuff no, no, So Allah <laughs> <laughs> Alam Look it's, it's hard man You can't really um, Put a blanket of wool for everyone But uh, I get that It's issues that I want that sisters to back me up In the comments below Yeah so y- <laughs> Back me up <laughs> Alright beautiful Anything else on the comedians you guys got? Uh, I did want to talk How about, about Co- just comedy in general, co- co- comedy movies. What about yoga? Confirmed they're not as good as they used to be. Every comedy movie is pretty. Would you say movies in general? Like comedy movies, not. Look, the hard thing is you you have a metric like each year maybe one or two good movies normally do come out, but obviously when you look at a period, it's hard to know. And we have one or two good movies each year and stuff, but just comedy movies have just been dead for like the last ten years. I want to hear what your perspective is on what a good comedy movie is. Name me one in the past that was good. This is putting other. No, 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 receipts. I want you to talk to your head. Top of your head. Okay. He's just trying to give himself time to think. Yeah. Yeah. He just pause the chewing. <laughs> what is it? Comedy movies? What, like, what makes it a good movie? No, no. Just name one in the past that you've liked or rated. I haven't watched any comedy movies recently, man. Rush Hour should be number one in everyone's list. Oh, yeah, yeah like OG movies. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good one. That's probably. I've never not watched There's not Rush many like that, though. But that's what I'm telling yeah. you. Like, I can watch it now. And have the same, you know, like when you watch things and you're like, I want to watch this because, you of, generational because I, I want to watch this because of nostalgia. Yeah. And it wasn't as good as you watched the first oh, time. I hate that feeling, bro. Proud oh, Family was that. Which one? Proud Family. You know, when I yeah. went back to watch Proud Family, I'm like, bro, you this start is to shit. realize, yeah. What I like this for? You know, the good thing about Rush Hour as well is Rush Hour, regardless of what demographic you come from, you can still watch it as well. True. You know, like I know if my grandparents watch that, they will love it. Mm. Or at least they might not understand it. But they'll see an Asian guy and a black guy just yelling at each other for like three hours and then saying whatever. Really? And if you understand the jokes just a little bit, whatever. And plus, guess what? The good thing about Russia, I'll tell you why it's high on the list as well, is you know how they say things about music where they're, they're past their time? You know, they become classics where even if you put that same song or album or whatever in a different generation, would that generation still appreciate it? Mm-hmm. It's very 
little songs like that, very rarely songs come out like that, yeah? Same thing with movies. I know that Rush Hour, 10, hour, 10 years ago, I was laughing at it. And I watched it last year, I remember sitting down in between writing a thesis, you know, and I was still laughing at it. It's one of those things that is just straight classic, yeah. you know. I think it's one of those movies as well that, and it's quotable. That's the funniest, best part yeah. of it all. Yeah. That's you what know? makes a good. Co- yeah. comedy I think movie. it's you can like, for example, it. like movies like The Hangover and stuff like that. They're comedic movies that are funny, but they push the boundaries of like age. Can't watch it with the kids, you know, like when you're young and stuff like that, because mm. they go a bit too far in yeah. certain things. Like for an adult, it's funny. The thing about Rush Hour is like you can watch it with kids. You can watch it family. You're not going to be like, oh, there's too much swearing and too much of this. Which is normal in comedy movies with like rude scenes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Rush Hour, are you gonna answer the question or you? Is there another one? There's three, bro. Like Step Brothers. That's uh, good. Uh, Step Brothers, uh, uh, you can't watch with kids. Though, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's but that's the thing. One, like yeah. that's, if that's your metric with kids, you know. But then. Hellos. Anyways, yeah. well, I'll change gears because we're speaking about Rush Hour. Anyways, we might as well just jump to the Chris Tucker allegations. What's the Chris Epstein, Tucker? Uh, Epstein Island. Was he? Oh, yeah. I was you know there was a conspiracy there theory. There is a list. <laughs> Bro, do you know there was a conspiracy theory? Yeah. And obviously, I don't believe this one to be true. Okay, I just want to preface that, yeah. But there was this theory that, what do you call it? Every time some, or some big allegation or something in regards to Epstein's island or the whole Epstein case happens, there's something that overthrows or overshadows it in regards to, in the media, something bigger happens, you know? And then when the Epstein list was revealed, or revealed a day later or whatever, two days before, what ended up coming out? Ukraine, yeah? Ukraine and Russia? The, f- the first time it would have been Ukraine and Russia. I've got to find out what it was the first time. There was something big. But either way, know? it's like and most it times. Been, it might, not, it might have been the law, something big in like pop culture. Enough that everyone on Twitter goes and uh, like tweets about That's it. That's trending it takes more. It takes over. What is it? The Trump the Epstein list would have been higher no, than that. The, the, it was something a bit more recent than that. That was the Houston thing? Or maybe or it was something, but either way, this time it was the Cat Williams thing. You know what I mean? But they can't control bro, mean, when Cat that podcast Williams, comes out. There's a whole genocide happening, bro. Yeah, no, no. But I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about Yemen yeah, uh, and then Palestine as well. There's a whole court case mm. which you're gonna talk about. No, no. I'm talking but. about the the from the pop culture side of things, bro. <laughs> what? We stand with South Africa. Yeah. Bro, legends, bro. Alhamdulillah. Wallahi, can you believe that? <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Wait, no, let's no. stick to one conversation. We'll get to like that kind of stuff later. Yeah, yeah, but look, this this is what I understood from the situation. Yeah, you're saying that they're having these conversations about the Epstein list. Yeah. But they they're throwing it in the mix with all this other news that's even more important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and one thing to support it, or to a degree, that gives that that theory some validation was the Epstein, um, the the flight logs and all of that kind of stuff. Everyone that visits the islands, the court cases was meant to be revealed in like on the 1st of January or something along those lines, you know? Or 1st, 2nd, like in that first week of January. But it got delayed to when? Like the 22nd or something, late January, you know? But then that got pushed back a bit earlier to in that just that past week or whatever, you know? So... There is a list. And to be honest, bro, with a lot lot of the names mentioned on that list, and bro, that should have got more attention. Who's on the list that stood out? Because I, I was preparing, I was... Trump. Uh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that's Stephen the one. Hawking. Stephen oh, yeah. Hawking. That's yeah. the one. I heard he's been running, he was running around the island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like gets around the wheelchair, yeah? He got off the wheelchair. Right, like the Simpsons were making all of those, uh, what's it called, all of those references and stuff. Bro, that's <laughs> see what Andrew Schultz said? Andrew Schultz said, oh, like, there will be no chance in, in this world that I would take the piss out of a disabled person. 
You know what I mean? But as soon as I see this guy on that list, yeah. all he did was drop all his jokes <laughs> that were related. All the ones he's holding in, yeah? And what, what, with the list, is it like confirmed that things happen on this island or did they just go on the island for a holiday? Like what is the, like, what's, the what's the list saying? To what degree, they, what they did on the list, uh, sorry, the people that were named, what they did on the island is unknown. Do you get what I mean? That's still being like is revealed. It most, is the, only this, uh, the, the list contains flight logs, people that have visited the Epstein's island. Okay. That's what it is, yeah. you know. Uh, wh- why else would they go to the island? Was there other stuff going on? Well, like, was there holidays and stuff, or was it really opportunities? business opportunities? He's okay. very influential. He has connections. Like they, he might have wanted something they had, and they had something they so wanted. Th- you know, these guys aren't Epstein was or known. Anything. Epstein was known to befriend, befriend, yeah, very powerful people, influential in different fields. You know, like um, before he even became famous or whatever. He, like before he became Epstein, like before Trump and all of that kind of stuff, this is in his like Netflix documentary, he befriended this guy that was a Nobel Peace um, Prize winner, some expert scientist at the same university that Harvard. he attended. Harvard, yeah? No, it wasn't. It Stanford? Was, it was, yeah, it wasn't Harvard. It was another university. In, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in New York. Selkowitz or something. Something, something like, like that. that. It was yeah, like yeah. this university that he befriended, you know what I mean? And Epstein's whole like whose identity started at the actual university because he was so smart, whatever, then he became a professor there and he got kicked out of that, um, what's it called, university because of the fact that like he'd be extra kind to the young ladies or like the students there and whatever. And that's like the first time like someone had realised something off about like like Epstein, you know? And then he went off to go start a, a hedge fund or whatever, some money um, association thing, you know? But... <laughs> well, what, 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 what do they call it? That thing where they they manage assets, like hedge fund. Hedge fund, yeah. Oh, so I called the yeah, I had all right. So he's this economy, economic stuff, bro. Yeah. Finance, but um, but there was someone else though, other than Steve Hawking. Chris Tucker was there. They said that Stephen Hawking, Donald Trump. There was a couple of directors, Harvey Weinstein, obviously. Mm. Um, those guys weren't surprising. Like seeing guys like like Donald Trump, Kate Blanchett, Michael Jackson. Apparently. Leonardo Ooh. DiCaprio. Yeah, bro. What the hell was that? Who's Callum that? Hudson Odoi was on the list. What? <laughs> See, that flight. Bro, he was on the flight list, bro. Doing Callum what? Hudson Odoi. Just chilling. Just trying to get a big contract. I don't bro. know, bro. What the hell is that? That's bad. And I was trying to clock. Hang on a second. Maybe he wasn't underage at the time. Because when were these flight logs? Yeah, why back like 2000. It was 2005. This goes Maybe back that's to. That's why he's not living oh. up to his potential, huh? Yeah. Yeah, distractions. He's like on the wrong way. Teens were being groomed <laughs> as soon as early as 2005. Is or this so this is a big thing trending on Twitter and stuff, or not really now? The list and people. Epst- yeah, I think. But the biggest thing that's trending is Stephen Hawking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, the so memes and whatever. Them oh, hundred yeah. percent, bro. They ran a muck with that, bro. But seeing guys like Michael Jackson, Donald Trump, or whatever, it's like. It's not surprised. Like finding a fork in the kitchen, whatever. It's there, cool. Like I'm not surprised. You know, never Donald never Trump's never everywhere. Heard that before in my life. That's amazing. That's what? Good one, yeah. Finding a fork in the kitchen. Yeah, like where else are you gonna where expect you a fork? Where would you pull that one out of? Like awesome. from the dome. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight from the dome. I don't know if I should be offended or no, <laughs> if I like should take compliment. that as a compliment. It's like you yeah. can't. You're not smart enough to think of that. You <laughs> <laughs> can do that. I stole out of the Hawking's book, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. <laughs> Some bad chewing, bro. bro. But, but I thought Suze was bad. Yeah. Huh? I thought Suze's chewing was bad. Oh, my bad. Uh, this candy chlo is a bit too good, huh? Are you guys following um, the, the court case? The South the Africa? Yeah. Yeah, I saw um, what's been happening. The two-hour speech from the South African side that no one aired. Yeah, South Africa just... Uh, I listened to some of it. Obviously, it was long. Um, it was interesting to see 
how well presented the South African argument was because they literally brought evidence from everything, which was obviously, and a lot of social media, the proof of what Isra- different um, Israeli leaders have said. You know, like normally that's something we speak about, but to bring it to the international court is a big thing. And then to listen to some of the rebuttals made by their um, Israeli lawyers was honestly a joke. Like mm. at least from us, because we're biased, but listening to it, like you could what see- What were some rebuttals that were made? Like, for example, I, I, I saw a video on the hospital. I shared it on my Instagram account. You could see the South African- either. The camera turned off. Okay. This guy's asleep. It's his camera. It's his um, camera. But you just see like the South Africans, how they're like, these guys unprepared, you know, like how, you can't bring these type of excuses to the international court. It's like they said, that I think the um, rebuttal was three hours long, so 180 minutes. And in that time, the word Hamas was used 230 times. Every every minute. The every Hamas counter. counter. Yeah, so counter. it's less than every minute. Yeah. And that isn't even what's happening at the international court. It's like, uh, Israeli, uh, is Israel committing war crimes? That's the question. Why is Hamas being mentioned um, every single minute? It was basically a whataboutism argument. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what it was. Were we listening? subconscious to keep the name, like rolling people's head. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, Hamas is still part of this, part of this. Mm. We're well, witnessing hi- history, aren't we? Yeah. That's Bro, the craziest part of it all. What I would love to see yeah, is... Or what I'm what I'm hanging to see is hey, Allah, when, the they, mic, the mic, the mic. when they when they finally convict these guys, if they do, yeah, if they end up finding them guilty of war crimes and and and, gen- and trying to commit genocide, yeah, I want to see what they do about it after. I Which think will it'll be that inconclusive. Would that's what's gonna be. That's what's probably gonna. No, by, the, by the time they get some sort of verdict, it'll be down the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the sure. point of this case is for some, like. Preliminary action to be taken right now. You know what I mean. Something mm. to bombers be of the essence, but they're still bombing people while they. That, that's <laughs> the whole. Sense. But that's the whole point of the case. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Where at least they're not arguing about the like the intricate facts of like the case. You know what I mean? Like the Hamas situation and all that kind of stuff. It's more so. Hey, there's a genocide taking place, and they're trying to take the attention away from the genocide conversation and put it onto. Hey, they did it to us first. You know what I mean? They're saying, don't worry about who did who first and all that kind of stuff. What you're doing right now is essentially committing a genocide to innocent civilians, it needs to stop. You know what I mean? Because obviously America's not going to have a play, part to play in this. What do you call it? The, the British are not going to have a part to play to this. So this is the only time. And if this doesn't get some sort of action occurring after that speech or whatever, man, like we were all talking about how like the United Nations, like we lost faith uh, in yeah, and all that kind of stuff. They were useless or whatever. Yeah. But then now it even shows like the ICJ, you yeah. know? But you know the thing that pissed me off about this whole like situation as well? Like... Do you see Justin Trudeau coming out speaking about after the, the the case was presented to the courts? What did he say? He goes. He essentially said, in a nutshell, I do not agree with the things like I have five cases. The Canadian guy, the, as a country, have five cases at the ICJ, and we have full faith in or whatever the integrity of it. Blah blah blah. But the case that was brought by South Africa, we don't agree with it. And it's just like, fam, like, like. There was cases, there was evidence presented, like the whole world can see it. Yet you stand in front of your government, your country as their leader and still say, like, I can't see nothing. The thing is, like, what I fear more is I think there's 15 judges plus one from Israel, one from South Africa. So 17 altogether. And that one from like majority countries, China, USA, Australia. The Somali one. Did yes. you know that? Wallah. Yeah, there's a Somali. Right, like call, that. Yeah. Why'd you, why you say serious? Yeah, why'd you say I serious? Did, I just didn't know where they'll get it from. What do you mean by that? Because huh? I said major countries because I saw those big yeah. countries saying, because I, I saw Australia say that they had a Australian judge and they had America and they said Singapore has they said one. countries that would stick with America slash Israel. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm showing those countries, which is what I saw. The Lebanese uh, one as well. 
Yeah. I'm actually being serious. But I would not trust the judges. Go, go. For no reason. Yeah. He's a self-hating Lebanese person. Alhamdulillah. Go, go, go. Finish your point. Yeah, no, it's just very interesting to see it. And inshallah, it'll you know, be even with the, the right ca- decision will come out of it. Even with the Canadian thing, you know what? You know what the problem with it as well is? It's like when like Joe Biden and his staff and his cabinet members or whatever speak about the whole the genocide that's happening. They use words that are very, very PR, you know, where they will tippy toe around the situation, blah, blah, blah. You know yes. what I mean? Even though that they know what it's happening, they'll still tippy toe around it. But then to come out after this case has been presented by uh, the, uh, the South Africa, you know, and it has the support of majority of the countries because even a lot of the countries that there was only like three countries that abstained and two countries that voted against it. So majority of the world voted in favor of the case that was presented. And for you to still come out and say like, "Hey yo," like, it like blatantly with like direct words, it's like fam, like mm. you know. And and you can also see like, for example, the the leaders of these f- countries. And then beyond the leaders of these countries, you have the, the news and the media outlets that are supposed to be our trusted sources of information at a time like this where everybody's trying to throw around so much dirt to murky the waters in order for us not to be able to see what the truth is and what the truth isn't, yeah? That, you know, we've kind of lost faith in these being our, our pillars of the truth. We shouldn't um, have had faith in him to begin with. But like, yeah. to be honest with you, bro, if you come out of nowhere and say, we're going to tell you what's happening objectively, yeah, and we're going we're gonna to put it out there in a way where you guys are going to be able to make your own decisions, but we're going to give you the facts. Yeah? That means to the people that are listening or the people that are watching that we should be on a position in a position where we can critically think and analyze what's going on based on the facts that you've provided. And you're not swaying my views. See, that's the thing that happened like when 9-11 occurred and they, they decided to do all of this, um, not 9-11, sorry, when the war on Iraq occurred, like there was so much evidence stacked against America. But they started throwing around slogans and, and they did all this marketing, like, are you with us or against your country? Like, and there was this, um, there's this documentary I actually recommend everyone watching. It's called All Governments Lie. Yeah? It's, um, it's on, I think, Amazon Prime. Bro, the guy that, um, that that made that, bro, he, he basically laid out the law and he showed how governments over the over the years have actually put so many or fed so many lives to their people in order for them to be able to do what they do. And what tripped me out the most is, like, we're not talking about, okay, like, this is, like, for example, look at Israel versus Palestine, yeah? I can see it from, obviously, my experiences, my experience in the marketing world, yeah? But this is a marketing, bro, th- this is literally a marketing battle. This is Coke versus Pepsi. But we're talking about lives, like human lives here, yeah? We're talking about there's a whole lot of people getting killed and not, not knowing why they're getting killed or not being involved in anything. But there's just powers that be at play that are attacking one another. And they're like, all the people that aren't involved that are watching this from outside of this this, this very... Uh, the, 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 the conflict point or the place where it's occurring, all of the people that are watching, we need to convince you that we're not doing anything wrong here. So how do we do it? Bro, how are we looking at Israel throwing money at the guy from Big Time Rush? What's his name? You know, the I think his name's James. What's his I, name? I don't know this. I don't, the there's guy, there's the a guy named James, but I don't know From the Big situation. Time Rush, not the, not the popular one, the one that wanted to be the singer. 
and then got the sack because he wasn't that good. Okay, oh, what yeah. happened? Yeah, He's got, he got money from the IDF. Bro, he went to Israel and he sat down. Is he, so he's Israeli, like because normally he's a lot of them go. Like, so like uh, Jerry Seinfeld went and like there were some ladies or they come and then she's like, why do I feel emotional? Oh, it's because you're home. Like, shut up, man. Mm. Bro, what are you talking about? What What am I watching right now? Because like, what? Why are we watching a bunch of idiots? Like. Bro, who are you to even speak about this situation, bro? Yeah. Why are you even opening your mouth, cuz? Like, mm. and we're, we're looking at these guys, like, take first-class flights, get paid extra money to go and sit down with some random people that live in Israel now, and they go oh, in Palestine, occupied Palestine now, and they're, they're holding the mic to them. Oh, how terrible do you feel? And what do you feel currently? Oh, I feel scared, and my family, and this, this, that. and it's That's like, straight PR. Bro, yeah. like... Yeah. Like what? Wh- what am I seeing right now? What? What? Why is this a marketing battle? Mm. It's yeah, like it is a marketing. They say it's the, like the propaganda. Like who can spread the more information? Which is but, why uh, they're that's saying that's war, though. Yeah, of course. That's the basis it, of war. Yeah, and it, but even just the apartheid system, the same in South Africa. What you had to do, you had to control the narrative. Correct. What did yeah. people think was going on in South Africa? But now it's the first time where something's happened like this with social media. Being so like the, like you know Sami Hamdi yeah yeah listen to the podcast it was funny when I listened to someone like that who's intellectual on the um, topic he goes may Allah preserve TikTok and he was so <laughs> passionate about it he goes because of what TikTok is literally doing Orga- you know it's like organic it's, sources it's literally like where yeah organic sources where you can literally post whatever you want and it can spread to everyone mm-hmm. and they're trying to shadow ban they're trying to block these channels they're trying to show what's happening in like Israel and stuff, and then they're actually able to see the haq and the truth. Yeah. Which is and why even, social even, media is a good you know, thing Even now. that, yeah, social media, YouTube, just the internet overall. The other thing is, bro, at the end of the day, we're all to blame for everything that happens as well, to a certain degree, you know? Like, we're going back to, like, the, the government conversation. Bro, the government, like, as in the American government, like, the Bush administration told us, hey, like, when the Iraq situation happened, their, their arch nemesis, whatever, Iran and all that kind of stuff when that happened, they told us these are the seven countries we're going to attack in the next five years. They came out with an actual statement talking about this. You know what I mean? And they said that publicly, yeah? Yet when it happens, we're the ones that go and get surprised. You know what I mean? Because they know they can tell us, I guess, what they're going to do, but to some degree, we're not... We're I feel like also it's that minority, syn- uh, that inferiority syndrome as well to a degree. You know, it's like, okay, cool. And Sam Hamdi speaks about this and he makes a good point about it. It's like, okay, cool. My little one effect doesn't actually have an effect on a global scale. You know what I mean? But we forget that it actually does when that is compounded with you, you, you and hundred other thousand people. When you look at history, you see that the impact of one person does change things. Like for example, Rosa Parks in America. Everyone knows the story. She literally just didn't want to take up her seat. But now she's, everyone knows her and she, she sparked the movement, you know, she you know, influenced people. And that's what we look at, like, oh, one person is going to make a difference. But I think the big thing that I'm seeing more is, like, you said before with the Yemenis, and the Muslims are going against the Yemenis, and then Lebanon, and this and that. It's like, we're, not, we're barely united, which is why a country all the way at the bottom of, you know, South Africa has to go and, you know, non-Muslim country has to support Palestine. Or it's like, no Muslim countries did that earlier. Yeah, look, bro, this... One thing that I find yeah, just so stupid about all of this, yeah. Just going back to the point that I made about... Because I, I know what marketing is like. It's like, oh, okay, I want to sell this product, for example, uh, skincare. So I've got this tube of skincare product, of lotion, whatever it is, and I want to sell it. So what do I do? I'm going to go and give 5K to these guys, a couple of influencers. They're going to show themselves, putting it on their face and saying, I love this product, this product's the best. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to extract a sale from their audience or people that that rate their opinion on this certain thing. It's like, bro, 
how the hell is like because the product here is you're gonna let us kill these kids mm. and you're gonna let us bomb this country like how did we get to this point bro how did we get to this point where we've we've commercialized death and genocide like what the mm. hell but like, isn't that like I don't know if I'm just tripping out because I'm like obviously I see marketing and I know, I know what it's about and the whole system of it and, and, and it's a system of persuasion and so on and so forth but really it's I'm trying to influence your decision and justifying genocide yeah. and that's where there's so much to it yeah yeah basically trying to justify it like showing every day like this is actually happening and it's still happening and it's obviously what's the word like we become immune to it mm. you're seeing it so often it's just and it really takes a toll on us and you don't realise because you're doing it so often it's so weird man like after I saw that guy from Big Time Rush, bro, like, and, and there was, there was a video, I think I came up, I, I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole, went down the rabbit hole of like people who are pro-Israel, and I saw these TikToks, it's like, yeah, you may have, and then they put up like Macklemore, Kehlani, and whoever supports the Palestinian cause, and they got some music in the background, like, trying to like make a TikTok, it's like flash, 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 then it's like, but we have, and then they put up these vampire diaries, guys, and <laughs> whatever it is, and I'm just like, <laughs> What the hell are we on, bro? That's the 13-year-old that just finished left school, nah, but bro. It's true. Where people look at it like, which celebrities on each side? I know. And that's where they back their case. It's like, why do celebrities make the cause, the moral cause of genocide pro or against? This hey. guy that made a movie 20 years ago. That's true. Or a nice uh, song. But no, you, man, you, know you know what's also interesting? Mm. Speaking of rabbit holes. Sorry. Or holes, <laughs> let's just say. Tunnels. <laughs> there is a list. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the 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 Jew tunnels in uh, the Jewish tunnels in bloody in New York? <sighs> bro, the funniest thing ever was the other day I was I was on TikTok and some guy was doing a reaction video to it, mm-hmm. and then he goes, "Bro, there was tweets that surfaced from a guy five ten years back." Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was from the tunnel. No, no, he was. He, so his his house was next to those synagogues, yeah, and he goes. I live on the ground floor of my apartment <laughs> complex yeah. and I swear to you there's no basement. He goes, I can hear Jews digging underneath my house. <laughs> it's like, what bro, the hell? He's, oh. like, he's like, you guys might think I'm crazy, but I think he's a right-wing activist or whatever it is. I don't know if this is true, but it's like... But anyways, the, basically everyone was like, bro, now you're tripping out. Why are you being yeah. like that? Like, relax, man. The Jews didn't do anything to you, so on and so forth. And then he goes the next day. He goes, I swear to you, I hear Yiddish underneath my apartment. <laughs> like, That's you guys... <laughs> and then, bro, he goes, you guys owe me... A, he, like, he retweeted these tweets and he goes, you guys all owe me an apology. Because <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> the tunnels. And they're like, bro, what the hell are these guys doing? And there was a video online. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. There's like a sewer and there's like a, a like a perfect compartment for a Jew to pop out of the sewer. Bro, and the hole is very as like a specific size as well. Bro. You know what I mean? If you're a little overweight, like I feel like also there's like an entry list to that, like it's enough for the suit and for the hat. To and stay that's on and it, you know what I mean? The guy came up for yeah. the clothes. That's bro, crazy. it was so freaking <laughs> hilarious, bro. It was bad. Well, bro. Was bad. But then the other thing is like what's go what goes on under those tunnels? You know what I mean? Or what did go where, on? Where does it lead to? Apparently went from like it was like a link. It's like have you ever played you know the COD zombie maps? Yeah. It's like there's at nighttime there's like a train that links each line or whatever together. I think it's gone from synagogue to synagogue to synagogue. Maybe. But they even they said why did this get released now? Apparently they're doing you know? bath rituals for their women. No, no, they did so no no. 
I, I, don't, I don't know about the rituals, but yeah. the yeah. thing <laughs> is, apparently there was a guy in the 1990s or 19, mm-hmm. whatever he died in the 1990s. So there's a there's um there's like, two like different a rabbi. types. Yeah, two different sects of Judaism. It's like a rabbi. Some of them saw him as the Messiah. Some of them didn't. Yeah. So after he passed away, the ones that saw him as the Messiah were trying to enact his plan of expanding the synagogue. So they were they were doing it against the orders of the other people. So the the the, the, the opposition sect. So what happened was now these younger generation that they believe are radicalized by that rabbi or whatever it is, they were enacting his plan against the orders of the people who were currently uh, mm. taking uh, uh, ownership of the, the thing. Damn. And then it makes you think, bro, like, I bro, I would love to hear the answers. Like, of the truth. Because yeah, I even heard that, because these guys are, I think, Hasidic Jews, that, and they are against Zionism. Mm. And they're, they're the American Jews that are with the Palestinians. Mm. So they're saying the timing of this is because there's obviously things that happen under there they're saying it was more of like a threat so for example a bef- couple months ago they're like if you stand with us zionists we won't you know we won't tell about your underground tunnels all around new york and what you did there and they said no you're not going to say that because judaism is a one you know 15 million people you guys are one you're not going to put us down you know we're both jews and then now they're like we just keep standing with the Palestinians. Boom, we're going to inform people of what's going on, which is why I went everywhere. Oh, and then now oh. it's, they just informed what's the tunnels, not what they did in the tunnels, which is the, maybe the next thing they're saying, hey, if you don't come on our side, we're going to let that, we're going to tell people. Yeah, but then doesn't... Yeah, no, but, but what, what you're happened? not going to know yeah, you're not going to be able to see. But that's what people have. People might have videos, people might have proof. Records. And even if, even if they do find out, they do do their investigations, that's big quotation marks on the investigations, then how much of that is going to be true by the time it reaches us or whatever, but that's you know? the thing where you can kind of like... But are you saying they're orthodox? They're the guys that were underground with like the orthodox Jews? I all I know is they were against the, the Zionist state and they're with the Palestinians right now. Yeah. That's, what, that's all I've heard on obviously, oh, who knows how authentic okay. it is, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what you, which is a popular thing in America. You so know, there's as many American Jews as there are um, Israeli Jews. That's what's crazy, man. Yeah. I don't know if you saw like the whole linkage between Epstein Island and Pleasure Island from Pinocchio. Did you see that? No. <laughs> so, like, yeah, TikTok's a bit deeper than mine. Have, you, have, you, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched Pinocchio before? The old yeah, one. Back in that back years ago. Uh, Rewatch it. I think uh, we should Pleasure all Island. It. Pleasure Island. Uh, so what's the link between Epstein Island and thingy? So anyway, so what happens is yeah, <laughs> uh, Pinocchio was made in 1940. Yeah. And then I'll link back something that I heard from Top G later, yeah? I say Top <laughs> G, everyone's going to end up cancelling, man. <laughs> so what happens is, yeah? So what happens is, um, there was a... I'm not going to... I can't reveal the whole storyline of Pinocchio, but I'll, I'll get to it. There's a fox who wants to make money. He meets this really, like, sadistic man. He's like, he's like okay, because um, you want to make some dosh? And the fox is like, yeah, I've been kidnapping kids and throwing them to circuses and stuff like that and making money off them and then the guy goes now you want to make some real money he goes like he's like who do i have to you know kill because imagine that imagine he said who do i have to kill kill what's worse than murdering someone mm. he's like no no don't worry about murdering anyone he's, and he started whispering in his ear and he's like what like this fox that was willing to kill someone is looking at him like are you tripping like, you, did you say that like he was surprised by how sadistic this plan was so he's like to him he's like to him Nah, we're going to kidnap, you know, little boys and take them to Pleasure Island. 
This is a Pinocchio like, movie. Yes, at the, the towards hell? the end. And, and he I goes, bro, bro, he goes, he goes, he goes. Not the one with the killings. Maybe this is Pinocchio something else. No, no, this is the thing, this is the thing. This is where the conspiracies are like crazy, yeah? Because then he goes, he goes, okay, he goes, but like, aren't their parents going to know that they're missing? He goes, but they're they're like naughty boys. They're they're, they're the ones that the parents don't care about. So if they go missing, it'd probably be better for the parents anyways. It doesn't matter. So it's justifying it. And literally he goes after that, he goes like, they don't come back as boys though. And then he, and are they the gay? Guys, the guys, we don't know. So but then in the, in the movie, they come back as in the in the movie, they turn into donkeys. But what happens if Pinocchio is lying? Stop, Pinocchio is not involved now. Yeah, oh. Pinocchio is one of the <laughs> Pinocchio is one of them that gets kidnapped. He's one of the little boys. Ah. He's, he's a doll that turns into a little boy. But anyways, so they go to this island where they get these kids on the fringe. Yeah, so they're on the fringe of society. You know, their parents don't like them. They're misbehaving, so on and so forth. They want to be. They want to do things without the repercussions of their actions being held to them. Yeah? So like, for example, some kid does the wrong thing. His parents, they, they, they tell him off and he's like, I don't care. I want to be a troublemaker, blah, blah, blah. So this guy, how he lures them and grooms them is by telling them, I'm going to take you to a place where you can eat all the candy in the world. There's no rules. You can break things. You can do whatever you want. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, now I see the connect between Epstein Island. He's grooming them. So, so what happens the same, is... Epstein did the same thing. Bro, I was watching this one. I think Epstein it was has a right-hand woman yeah. for that. That Maxwell lady. Exactly. She see? done the job for him. See, this is the thing, yeah? I was listening to a podcast from ZZ Mills. She was talking about a who's lady. So, who's ZZ Mills? She's, she's, in, um, she's in the UK. She's just Plus, a yeah. cultural commentator. She done a podcast with a, um, a lady who left the porn industry. And she was speaking about the dark nature of the porn industry. Yeah? So... I don't think anyone grows up unless it's this day and age, astaghfirullahaladzim, but we'll say, we'll grows up and says, I want to be in the adult industry. I want to be a porn star. No one says that, yeah? Or now this young generation, yeah. No, but see, I'm saying, but this generation, yeah, this yeah. society, I don't yeah. know, astaghfirullahaladzim, I hope not. Yeah. I genuinely hope not, but... Because, like, you know, like, have you heard of OnlyFans before? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Anyways, let me carry on with the story, yeah? So she spoke about... She's like, bro, like, if you didn't like it, why didn't you just leave? Why did you stay in the industry? She's like, I didn't go into my life thinking I wanted to be a part of the industry. She goes, I was 16 years old. My parents were, they were doing things and they were, they were working very hard and so on and so forth. So that I was distracted, they, they were distracted by work. But when it was my 16th birthday, like me and my friends wanted to be a bit naughty, go out, drink a little bit and so on and so forth. As you do when you're a kid, they like when you're a non-Muslim kid, they want to trial and do things and, you know, explore, party, do ABC. So they went out. So they, they go to now the places where you're not supposed to be. Like, for example, you know, around strip clubs, around clubs, around, you know, places where the darker corners of society usually happen. Mm. Yeah? So th- she's gone out with her friends drinking and so on and so forth and they're chilling and whatever. And then some lady that looks like a successful, beautiful lady. She's got Louboutin shoes, red bottoms, whatever it is. She's got red bottoms. She's dressed to the nines. She's gorgeous. She has everything they want. She smells amazing. She looks successful. She's got a nice bag. They're looking at her like, whoa. And she's like, you guys look like you're up to no good. You know, you troublemakers, blah, 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 blah. You guys look like you're having fun. What are you guys doing? She's so nice to them. She brought them in. She goes, you know what? Come in with me to the strip club. She's like, I'll help you guys have a real party there. She, you know, she, she shouts them drinks. And, you know, as these non-Muslim women, like the non-Muslim girls, they're 16, like someone's shouting them drinks. She's cool. She's, you know, she's being nice to us. She's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. 
introducing them to all of the strippers and stuff like that and they're kind of becoming desensitized to what's going on and now she goes to them here's my number if you ever want to party again you let me know i'll take care of you blah 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 so now they're not pushing the boundaries she's kind of slow like devil works mm-hmm. in stages never mm-hmm. ever does the devil reveal his true intent he always works in stages and we know that from nadine yeah now they've they've called her they want to go back and party with this lady she brings them in, whatever. Now, this time, she's kind of thrown in something else in the mix. You know, you want to have fun, really? You really want to have fun? You want to party? Here's Coke. Mm-hmm. Take a snort, everyone. All the girls take a snort. Now, they get hooked on it. Now, all you see is these girls now are hooked on Coke and partying with this lady, and they want to consider So, they come back, and she brings them back. Next minute, she's not the same woman. She's angry. She's hitting some of the girls. She's abusing them. She's letting them know. Now, the guy who's running the place, like the, 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 the head of the, the adult industry, whatever it is, of that whole strip club or whatever, has come in and gone, I've heard you guys have been drinking on my charge and doing drugs on my charge. You guys are going to have to pay me back. And as young girls do, they're shitting themselves. They're like, this guy's dangerous. She's hitting us. We thought she was our friend. We're so surprised. Caught him off guard. He's like, there's only one way you can repay it. Now, these girls, yeah, now you've got to think about it. They're hooked on coke. They're hooked on alcohol hooked on all of these things yeah and this, this is what i mean like they don't groom you outright they don't go come 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 come. you want to make money so now they've seen all the strippers they're making so much money they've seen all these other women they looked at this lady who's successful who's groomed them they're like wow there's money to be made they're so nice to us da, da, da. now they're like we're in trouble and we need to do what they're asking of us because we've done a b and c wrong so we have to repay this person so now they're like, okay, he's like, you're going to have to act in these films for me until you repay what I've done. And then now they're in these films, but they're high on coke, so they're not feeling nothing. And, and they've basically now, they're addicted to the drug. Hmm. So now they're consistent. They're not, they don't go back home, they run away from home because they can't face their parents. And she goes, she had to leave the life that she had with her parents because how's she going to face them telling them that she's done A, B and C and this guy has videos of her doing A, B and C and she's on coke now and she's doing A, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's how they get them. That's how they get them, bro. They don't get them. That Ghislaine Maxwell is that lady. Yeah, because even when even when she was, um, what's the right word, grooming the, the unfortunate victims, yeah, in this case. yeah, And bro, all of this stuff with like the Epstein and all that kind of stuff, it's always BS. I hate like these conversations, but it's like nice mind, nine, mind-numbing conversations, yeah? But one thing with the, the Maxwell lady, what she would do is she would, all of her targets or like the victims in this case would be previous um, victims from a, pre- a previous situation. You know what I mean? So then by the time she comes along, she's some sort of queen or whatever that's offering them, hey, you're beautiful enough to be a model. You know what I mean? Mm. Hey, um, do you want to get a gig as a massage, uh, as a masseuse? Sorry, you know what I mean. And then you can come to this island or whatever. Blah blah blah. Everything's paid for. But first, to be the best masseuse, you know, we'll train you up on a quick course. And guess what? Bring three of your friends, four of your friends, and then from there, twelve week course, yeah, or X amount of course. And then by the time you get to the island, boom, Jeffrey's there. And obviously, one thing leads to another that happens, you know. And by the time it happens, it happens like. It's a sensitive conversation, but by the time it happens, it happens so quick, you know what I mean? That you don't register it, and then it becomes sort of normalcy. But then now also there's this sort of um, hierarchy that's been established as well. Now you've got this powerful man that you work for, and you're sort of in debt to because, like, you're doing a, a therapy you're course. You're eating his stuff, you're drinking his 
Yeah. Like, oh, and then yeah. and then on top of that, it's like, how are you even gonna like tell someone else that such and such has happened? You know, like one of the victims I've seen in the documentary, it happened to her. Her sister was on the island and it happened to her as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like if it was so bad you think I could call like I won't let it happen to my sister type of thing, you know what mm. I mean? But then it happens to her sister yeah. as well. So it's like it happens so quick. But that's the thing, bro. Money, influence, and you gotta be a nutcase as well in the case of like like Jeffrey as well, where it's like, you know? I'll love protect us. Even like Stephen Hawking, bro, you know that that guy right there, yeah? He knew about he knew about Jeffrey Epstein's case. Because by the time he visited Ireland, because they was also have the year stamped on it and whatnot, they had presented the case of Jeffrey Epstein and then his um, victims to the courts. And Stephen Hawking was there a year later. So it wasn't like at this point, like you didn't know or like you were on the island and it's like, whatever. It's like, hey, you know about it. It was in the media and you still went. Do you reckon they unplugged him? They should have. That was a dark joke. My apologies. Yeah. But wasn't that the joke made at it? No, it wasn't. Anyway. Did I wrap it up there? I wanted to hear what the top G said about Pinocchio there. We finish it on that? Yeah, that's a good point. So it kind of ties in. (laughs) Wasn't about Pinocchio. Susan's had a lot of sugar, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He was like, um, he's speaking about something called karmaic retribution. In, um, you know, Satanists and Illuminati basically speaking about them on a podcast at length. But a little bit sounds like that book. You remember Ashraf recommended? What's that one? Outwitting the Devil? Outwitting oh. the devil. Oh, I forgot about what this. I, unbelievable. You should listen to it. All right, I'll, do, I'll come back. I'm I, I've, s- I've said it on an episode before. Unreal. You have, you have, you have. Yeah. Just keep me away from sugar. But <laughs> so what happens is he's speaking about karmaic retribution. Basically, the Satanists and the Illuminati, whatever it is, they believe that karma exists. So if they do something, um, it's going to come back to affect them unless they've given you a warning that they're doing it. So his like his his uh, allegations are that a lot of pop culture like songs and and movies and tv shows they all house like have you ever heard of pizza gate as well uh, pizza gate yeah i'll leave, I'll leave his research after yeah. inshallah but yeah. i'll go into that later well, i went on a, i went into a rabbit hole but um, so he's basically like he's basically like so i can't sell you something so for example if i'm selling poison apples i have to let you know they're poison apples i can't just tell you they're just good apples they're normal they're not going to kill you whatever it is but and then you eat them and then you die, you die and you get poisoned. They believe that karma is going to get them and it's going to happen to them because they try to deceive you. But if I tell you they're poisoned apples, but I tell you, nah, nothing's happening, bro. It's, they're beautiful, hey, they taste amazing. Uh, well, Iblis done, pretty much. You talk, you talk Iblis, no, yeah? No, 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 but I, I'm not talking about that. This is an example of what oh. this is the example that he used. So he's like, he's like... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, he's like, um, yeah, so... They will beautify the poison apple so much that you want to eat it, you taste it, and you die. But they'll say, hey, but you decided to eat it on your own, and but I gave you a warning that it was poison. He's like, you know how the way you have all of these movies that have you know people getting abducted and certain things happening that they kind of code or they cryptically, like they, they allude to something going on yeah. in the world, yeah. but they're not really telling you that this is, it's like, oh, this happened, oh, that's so bad. And then you watch the movie and you're like, that's so trippy. And then you just move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah, like Get Out, for example. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Get Out? Yeah, I watched Get Out. Yeah. Bro, yeah. You know, apparently there was a story of a guy where like it's based on a true story. To, they used to kidnap Africans. Yeah. Yeah. They used to say, "Oh, I like their their teeth. They're very strong, or their their big white teeth." Mm. They used to kidnap Africans and pull their teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that before. Yeah. Bro, this is this is all legit stuff. Like, this there's, there's some weird mm. stuff going on, and they they're hiding it within these movies. 
pop yeah. these pop it's culture like, things and they're, they're throwing in the Emmys and but, 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 so but relate that to so when these so things happen what's he saying they believe or from that I was thinking like put two and two together they don't put Pinocchio out there for no reason everyone looks at this guy as an evil man but wait a second why were they cryptically telling us that something was going on in the background yeah exactly mm-hmm. Truth. Like there's, there's there's truth to the stories and stuff like that. So, bro, this is the thing. Like I said, can't make retribution. Mm-hmm. These guys want to do things, mm-hmm. but you can't outwardly advertise. I've got an island where I'm taking underage women to get touched up by people who are who are rich and famous. Yeah, can't say that. Yeah, fact. Oh, for I'm sorry, trigger warning. But um, but <laughs> you basically, can't say trigger warning afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Just drop it. But um, yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is. They need to tell us in a way so that we know about it, but... It's still happening Loki. like it's, it's not... It's happening and they yeah, can't get... The they can't get Kamek retribution because of it. Okay. They t- can't cop it. Plot twist to the story. Go ahead. Do you think then Top G is their example of this? Like as in Top G is being used by the... The Matrix. For, for this, for like... Like he is the example. There's no way something just banged, bro. Twice, yeah, and I heard it twice while you talking about Satan and stuff. And I keep looking hey. at him. Stop taking photos. Go check the door, bro. Well, I, I heard it twice, fam. But no, it was from there. It's out the door outside. Just and go check over. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> All these stories, bro. Do you, get, do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah, check we got the two. <laughs> what was the car for a second? Guys, if we're done, it's podcast. It takes two seconds live to cross the quarter. Bro, I'll live stream. <laughs> hey, no, no, but do you get what yeah, I mean? Man. Do you get what I mean, Suze? I know what you're talking about. Like, Look, their top G is their scapegoat can, for this scenario where he abducted women and stuff. All I can tell you is, all I can tell you is, I don't know nothing. You're yeah. just reiterating. Yeah. Don't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm al- this is all alleged. But, um, nah, nah, to be honest with you, bro, I was looking, looking at this for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong, and like, like when you look at society, when you look at the masses now, where the the liars are being believed and the believers, sorry, the the, the ones who are telling the truth, a are lie. being called liars. Yeah. yeah, we can't, like, we can't, we can't really tell. So, at this point, it's like, what does the dean say? Stick to what the dean says. Mm-hmm. Stay away from everything that you can. Yeah. That's. Oh my god! I guess Allah's decree. Listen, you can't go down that whole rabbit hole and then just go. If you're not Muslim, it's a good time to revert. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's enough sugar. Alhamdulillah. Wrap it up there. Beautiful. Hey, can I can I ask a question, honestly? Yeah, a serious question. Yeah. I I know there's time, but we got we got time for this one class question. Yeah. Khan's already there. Cool. (laughs) You know, with all this stuff that happens in the world and stuff, yeah. Does it ever make you feel uneasy to a degree that like this type of stuff like is possibly legit? With what the everything? Like just think of everything Swiss was speaking for the last twenty minutes. Entertainment. Talking about the things in the shadows. No, it's that these all like the, essentially these conspiracy theories. People being actually touched up and bang, you know these islands that exist, the satanic thing with you. It's it's hard to say who to trust, man, because you just don't know what people are doing behind doors. You meet them. They seem like nice people. You just don't. It's really hard to trust people. Mm. That's the main thing, man. Good answer. Wrap the episode up. <laughs> Go. Wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the episode. I hope you guys obviously enjoyed it. Uh, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week.